0: Good morning from Charlotte. I'm James Brierton.
1: I'm Jared Smith in Charleston, South Carolina.
0: And we are looking at preliminary storm survey information from the National Weather Service out of Columbia, which ventured across the area on Monday to survey storm damage from those tornadoes that came through the region on Sunday. Four tornadoes were confirmed in the Midlands of South Carolina, one additional tornado just across the border in the Augusta area. And they will be doing more storm surveying today. Jared Smith has our first one in Columbia County, Georgia.
1: Yep, Jane. And and you can see this one was a very powerful tornado. EF2 rating, 120 mile an hour, max uh peak winds here estimated. Um if you take a look at the damage photo here. That is if you ever wondered why they tell you to get to the lowest floor of an interior room, that that shows it. That that is a uh that is a huge wood plank impaling the side of that house, going right into that room there. Um uh, very short-lived tornado. That was a that was a key theme for the tornadoes in the uh, Carolinas uh, on Sunday. Um, only lasted five minutes, and again was on the ground for about one and a half miles, about the width of a football field. And but again, you know, thanks to the great warnings from the Weather Service, nobody was hurt, nobody was killed, um, and uh, because they were not sitting in their top room, uh, exactly. they were yeah, absolutely. in that lower floor. In that lower room, yep, absolutely. You you can
0: see how the strength of that tornado made that a flying projectile. You can also see the strength of the tornado uh, as it picked up again and moved into Edgefield County, just toppling over these trees in this photo from the USDA Forest Service. Again, now we're in Edgefield County on the South Carolina side of the border. This tornado now in EF2 with estimated winds of about 120 miles an hour on the ground for about 10 minutes and traveling over five miles. Luckily, this one also no injuries or deaths reported. Then the line picked up and moved into Lexington County, Jared.
1: Yeah, it sure did. And so this is the f- one of two tornadoes that was confirmed in Lexington County today by the National Weather Service in Columbia. Uh, this was on the ground for this one's on the ground for a good uh, 13 minutes or so. EF1 tornado with 100 mile an hour winds was on the ground for 10 miles, almost 10, 11 miles here. With again hundred yards about the width of a football field, you can see some damage to a church here uh, from the photo from the National Weather Service in Columbia. See some pillars are collapsed there. It looks like the building is in decent shape, but again, that 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 went a long way. I mean that, um, and so uh, you know that that again some of these were you know short-lived guys. Some of these were a little bit longer-lived, and so uh, this was definitely one that was uh, quite a concern.
0: Yeah, and this was a storm photo that we had on the air during our live coverage on Sunday and also was a tornado that is believed to have crossed the interstate at one point, as did this one. Also in Lexington County, on the ground for just a matter of about three minutes or so, uh, sent our own panelist Melissa Griffin and her family running for cover, estimated to be an EF1 with 110 mile per hour winds on the ground for less than two miles, which really just speaks to how quickly some of these uh, tornadoes were spinning up and touching the ground before lifting up. Once more.
1: Yep, absolutely. And then and then we've got this tornado. This one sent the National Weather Service running uh, almost running for cover. They uh they were about a they were about maybe God less than a mile away from having to uh, take cover in their office and uh Greenville Spartanburg was ready to back them up, but they didn't need to do that. It tracked north of there. It was a very close call on the radar. Uh but this one was in the city of Columbia in Richland County, um uh, on the ground three minutes, seven thirteen to seven sixteen. Um, but it was an EF one with 105 mile an hour it's estimated peak winds, uh, again, just on the ground for about mile and a half with 150 yards. And again, nobody was hurt. Nobody was killed. And, uh, you see a lot of tree damage there. A lot of, um, I believe that's a tree through a house. Yeah, I think uh, you
0: might be correct. That house there in the center of the frame almost looks like it's divided, Mm -hmm. uh, but luckily no injuries with this one either, which is just a great testament to uh, the storm warnings that the weather service is going out and very reactive public getting to safe places, and so we're very Mm -hmm. happy to hear about that because we had tornado warnings uh, that prompted us to be on the air for about three hours on Sunday all across the Midlands and into uh, portions of the low country, Jared, but as I understand it closer to your neck of the woods in Charleston no confirmed tornadoes just that one tornado warning but you did get a few storm reports
1: yeah we did get a few storm reports you know interestingly the, something that we'd been watching in Charleston was the um was the marine layer we actually had a quite a bit of sea fog at the coast uh during the day on Sunday and that really didn't let up and so that led us to believe that you know, maybe the air was a little bit more stable as you get closer to the coast and into the low country. And that seemed to have borne out. Um, we got hail reports. We got several hail reports in the towns of Somerville and Goose Creek here. The photo that James has got up here, nickel sized hail um, fell in Goose Creek. It was a little, I saw the corresponding uh, radar spike there, uh, which, uh, you know, did a nice job of kind of, the radar did a nice job of kind of pinpointing where the largest hail was. Um, but, but, it, amazingly, no severe weather reports in the Charleston metro area because, again, I think I I, I firmly believe based off of uh, what we were seeing in the observations, it was, you know, in the it was in the low to mid 60s as opposed to upper 60s, low 70s um, until you got closer to 17A until you got closer to 95, where you then had some a, a few more of those, those rotating storms that may have had a chance to make it to the surface. Um, James has got here, this is a, a radar loop of the uh, Charleston radar. Uh, so panels, you know, so the top left is the regular reflectivity and then we've got uh, the storm relative velocity on the top right and then just the regular velocity on the bottom left on the bottom right rather and then uh, correlation coefficient, which was what we use to look for debris, on the bottom left there. And, and and really what you see here is that you see a, a couple quick spin-up circulations, um, one of which, the, the one near Ridgeville, was uh, tornado-worn by the Weather Service, mainly because of how quickly it spun up. Um, but there are no reports of damage. Doesn't sound like anything reached the ground. And in fact, we got more wind reports after the line of storms passed. Wind started gusting 35, 40 miles an hour at uh, various marine sites as the cold front came through and uh, the cold invection started. So. Give a general idea of just what <laughs> what that can be like. You know, it, it was a very tricky forecast for sure, and um, and uh, you know we're very fortunate that we didn't have more uh, damage reports uh, to come in uh, from this uh, round of storms, James.
0: Yeah, and remarkable that we didn't get any uh, reports of injuries or deaths here in the Carolinas. Very thankful for that because this is a system that, as you probably well know, uh, led to the deadliest tornado outbreak in the South since 2013 in Moore, Oklahoma. And we're talking, you know, an impact area specifically in Lee County, Alabama, that claimed nearly two dozen lives with damage scattered across Alabama and Georgia with just this very memorable tornado outbreak. We will have more on that on our weekly edition of the Carolina Weather Group coming your way at 8.15 tomorrow night right here on Facebook, YouTube and Periscope. And we will also have updates on social media throughout the day today as National Weather Service will be doing more storm surveys. So they'll be heading into areas like Burke County, Georgia, and into uh, Barnwell and into uh, I believe it's going to be Orangeburg, South Carolina, where we had other tornado worn cells that thus far have not been confirmed, but they will be doing more investigating there uh, as they go on through the day as the sun comes up and they're able to use that sunlight to continue their storm surveys. So we will have more from the Carolina Weather Group and the National Weather Service throughout the day with a special edition of our show again airing tomorrow night at 8 15 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a good Tuesday.